position here. Okay. The ultimate deck podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at. Sorry. With your host, Shane Chapman and Wayne Lebrett. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The ultimate deck podcast. Let's go. Welcome to episode 194. Good thing you drew a line through that. I might have blown that. You might have said 195. Well, it's 194. There it is, circled and everything. Welcome to the Ultimate Deck Shop. No, Ultimate Deck Podcast, episode 194. It feels funny that you're welcoming me. I'm on this side. Usually this side does the welcoming. You can welcome me if you want. Nope. You just don't usually sit on that side. I haven't been here forever. So, Wade's back on the podcast. Last time I was here, the intro was different. We did the intro differently, yes. And Is that a new thing? Yeah, it's, it's got to do with editing purposes. It's easier to cut. Oh. <laughs> Streamlining the process. Gotcha. So, so Wade, where have you been? I've been everywhere, man. Everyone, do you remember that commercial? Which one was that one? I don't know. It was like a commercial when I was a kid. It was on TV, and it was about, uh, it might have been a lottery commercial, and it was about traveling or something, right? I know. So. I have seen that one. I just didn't remember what it was for. I know the song. Yeah. So that was so memorable. <laughs> I have been uh, I've been elk hunting. I've been to Calgary for some board meetings. I've been to Saskatoon for uh, work stuff. And then here. Feels, feels like I'm still traveling quite a bit. You're all over the freaking place. All the time, man. Yep. And... Not going to stop anytime soon. Well, somehow I've told myself the end of October, it'll slow down. Because <laughs> For the, traveling? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Because then I don't have to go to Saskatoon as often, right? Like once we get that store back to doing 40 hours a week, mm-hmm. then Shane and I don't have to go back and forth and back and forth. Right. I got you. The two I people that are there can right. work 40 hours a week and the store can stay open. And then November is aggression. Yeah, that wasn't what I was looking for in <laughs> forward to in November, but um, yeah, it was more like a pool, spa, patio, deck, expo thing that I was excited about. That's yeah. Isn't that October? November. Oh, that's November. And then we come back and land and go to the Grey Cup. When's the aggravation? Before or after that? The week before. <laughs> but... <laughs> Agribition, I heard that they were going to do the pavilions for football in the ITC building. Oh, really? Yeah, like where the home show is done. Wow. But I think that'll be great because they can't take the ice out for three weeks, right? There's too much. Like yeah. Minor hockey would suffer way too much. Yeah, for the cooperators building. Correct. Right. So Okay, let's move on to a segment that we started. Where have you been? Where have I been? Sick at home for two weeks. My wife was sick. My kid was sick. I tested positively, but was not as sick. Gotcha. So that's where I've been for two weeks. Yeah. You beat it. I beat it. But I didn't even know people were testing anymore. To be totally honest, somebody said that to me the other day. I was like, I tested and was like, God, can you even buy those kits anymore? So Get them for free from the library. Yeah. Well. I mean, the only reason we, I did it was because like, um, if I did have it, and then I got really sick. I'd just go to the hospital. Wouldn't you just go to the hospital if you were really sick anyways? Not necessarily. Do you go to the hospital all the time? No, but if I was <laughs> really sick, I would. Yeah, well, that's true. 
<laughs> I don't know. Good to know. Um, so now we're going to do a segment called uh, Arguing with Bryce. Oh. Okay. Before we get into the main. Fine. So I got five things here, and you can take a stance on them. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Okay, first one, almond milk is not milk. It's not milk. Okay, yeah. I think we both agree on that. It's not milk. It's from an almond. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, like, how could you no, argue totally. that it is milk? I don't know. It's, it's nut juice. It is just... <laughs> right. It's a juice. It's a juice. Because it's squeezed from there, right? But so How do you make almond milk? I have never made it. I don't make it. I think you just soak the almonds in water, and then that's it. I believe so. <laughs> you just so, soak them in water. Yeah, so it's not milk. It's not milk. Either is oat milk or sunflower seed milk or... Soy milk. Soy milk. None coconut of those are milk. milks. Coconut milk, you could make an argument for, but it's still just really coconut juice. It's just water. For it to be milk, I feel like you need a teat. <laughs> you yeah. need a teat. It needs to come out of... A mammal. A mammal. That's goat, it. Goat milk is milk. Yeah. Chicken milk would be milk. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, it's true. It Let's move on. It's okay <laughs> to pee in the shower. It is okay to pee in the shower. It's okay. Why is it okay to pee in the shower? Because uh, it's ammonia. The, but you just get it all over your feet. Don't you use soap? Yeah, but you. But we've already talked. The soap is dirty. Not on this podcast. When before. it's on the bar. When it's on. No, the we've bar. talked about that on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Yeah. When it's on the bar, it's dirty. Right. But then once you lather it in your hand, then it. Be, then, it's then it's clean activated. Again? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's activated. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. But so peeing in the shower is okay. What Absolutely. About, what about pooping in the shower? Uh, I've never done it. I believe there are children that have. Well, maybe <laughs> I did when I was a kid. I don't know this for sure. But pooped in a tub for sure when I was and a you kid. you just like stamp it down the drain? Is that how you do it? Well, that's, I've seen like how, like on different memes, how that would happen. I have never pooped in the shower. I believe that you probably shouldn't. But why should you not poop in the shower but then you're should you're allowed to pee in the shower because, like I said before, pee is mostly ammonia, so it's like kind of a cleaning agent already. Fair enough. And poop is not. Fair enough. It's not ammonia. <laughs> <laughs> poop is not ammonia. Nope. Correct. <laughs> uh, number three, the thumb should be counted as a finger. Um, like I think when you're descri- like when you're. When you're using it as counting, it's like you have 10 fingers. I think it's silly to say that you have eight fingers and two thumbs. You just have 10 fingers. Right. I I think the thumb is a finger, really, because it's counting. It you is counted part, as a finger. It's part of the phalanges. Right. So then, therefore, it's a finger. It's a finger. So, yeah, I think it's a finger. You think it's a finger, even though you don't have one of them. Uh, it's true. Did you see my story that I posted today on the Instagram? No, I didn't. You ta- told everybody about your thumb? And a buddy of mine, Tyler from Compound Construction, sent me a picture of a shirt, and it was called Rock, Paper, Scissor, Table Saw. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> as you can imagine, it was like rock, <laughs> paper, scissor, and then table saw was like this. <laughs> Where like guys, all his fingers were missing off the top. Yeah. And you were just like, he sent it to it me. Off. I was like, I got a shirt for you. I thought that was pretty funny. Okay. And the last question is, there's no such thing as luck or talent. Oh, man. 
I saved this one for the end because I love this argument. There is such thing as luck. That exists. You think luck exists? Yes, I do. Do you think talent exists? Yes. Yeah? Uh, Can you give me an example? But I think that I think you have to work really hard to have luck show up. So is you know there I mean? luck like, then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There absolutely is luck, right? So like if you continue to, let's say you're a, let's say you're a music artist. Right. And you work super diligently and you, and you're trying and trying and trying to make it and you get to Nashville and you like get rejected a few times and you continue to like kind of persevere and, and show up and play in dive bars or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the, right producer walks through at the right time and hears you. Mm. So is an that, argument is that due could to be luck made or perseverance. I think it's both right there. That's why I said I, it does exist, but you have to work hard to even have it show up. Okay. Right? Because a lot of people just give up right at the first time. And it's yeah. like, well, you didn't even give luck an opportunity to appear. Mm. You, you just like, so, but some people are lucky. Like, do you think winning the lottery is a, pure talent i like, don't i don't think there. yeah i don't think there's either so i don't really believe in luck or talent so who wins the the like powerball jackpot that's just random it's got nothing to do with luck everyone has an equal chance of winning when you put right when you choose a number that number is equally at odds to win that jackpot okay and so there's no luck you can't uh, luck can't affect it in any way but it can affect the person that has it those are the outcomes i believe like those are just outcomes they're not like luck doesn't luck isn't something you can cultivate right luck isn't something that actually it's just it's just what happens and so people call it lucky when those things happen i see but there is no it doesn't do anything right so why would why does luck even exist because yeah so sure, maybe I could get behind that. It's a description. It's a description right? of things. It's a verb. Right. You're explaining something that happened to someone. Okay. They're lucky. And talent is kind of the same way to me. Talent's more like, all to me, talent's all based on like perseverance. Yeah. People that are genetically talented... It's like, yes and no. I have watched some people that have tried to hit a golf ball and they work really hard at it. And they just <laughs> like can't. Right. Right. And so they, I would say that they lack that talent. I don't think talent is like you either have it or you don't have it. I think you have it in certain spots and don't have it in others. Right. Mm-hmm. So like maybe they can read super fast. Right. Are we talking talent in general or natural talent? I would say both because I even believe natural talent doesn't exist. Okay, so, but talent... This is getting could, off on a tangent. talent but. be, like, learned or trained, though? Well, at that, at that point, it's not talent, right? If it's learned, if it's a learned skill or trained, it's not talent anymore because it doesn't... Right. You've, you've, you have an aptitude for that thing or you have a... I generally say like you have an interest in that thing. And so that interest takes it to the point where you want to practice and not just practice. Like you said, there are people that put a lot of practice in and don't get yep. anywhere yep. because regular practice doesn't amount to anything. It's got to be focused. It's got to be the right practice. Right. But even at that, there, 
What if they're just not coordinated enough? But you can teach someone to be coordinated. No, you cannot. Oh, yeah, you can. I, people, people learn to walk again, right? So those people have lost all function. Yes. Right? Some people, where, so it's their brain that is just like turned off, and they can be taught to walk again. Right, but I don't think you would describe somebody walking as somebody who's talented. But that's coordination. That wasn't talent. That was coordination. You told me that you can't teach someone to be coordinated. If you could teach, walking is the hardest physical skill to do. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I think dancing would be way harder. (laughs) But you could teach someone to dance. Did you see Shane when they were? (laughs) I mean, he was better than when he started. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, I don't think we'll get anywhere further on this unless... Uh, that's an interesting perspective though. That's for sure. I do think that luck and talent exist, but you, you brought up some interesting, I wouldn't have expected people to go towards the music for luck. Most people for luck and talent tends to go like sports wise and usually use like Michael Jordan as their example. Well, I don't think that he like, I don't think he's talented. Like he's good at basketball. He's great. He's probably one of the best. But he outworked everybody. That's what he did. Yeah. So there's no... But he did have... Like, he also does have some natural talent. Like, he has, like... He was sort of suited to be able to play that game, to shoot. Because when you talk about his level of coordination, he was he had the right aptitude to play basketball, but was never good enough to play baseball. Right. And when you look at, like, Bo Jackson... Yeah. He was an athlete. He was coordinated. He was talented. Mm-hmm. And he's able to take that talent and turn it into a lot of other things. But he was only really good at football. He was pretty good at hitting a baseball. Yeah. And he's an amazing archer. I mean, he's no Deion Sanders. So. Correct. <laughs> but <laughs> Deion Sanders wasn't a Bo Jackson on the football no, field. No, he either, wasn't a right? Bo Jackson on the football field. So anyways, I, I do think that there is talent because... Like, like some people just don't have that. They yeah. just laid, no matter how hard I worked, no matter how hard I train and no matter how hard I practice, I will never be able to make the PGA tour. Right. That is not possible for me. Right. Because I just am not coordinated enough to do that. But based on, based on if you believe in luck, then you should be able to. You nope. should at some point be able to luckily enough make the tour right i could maybe get close i think i could get close and then if 50 people dropped out of a tournament and i was the 50th on the waiting list maybe i could get in you'd still get but in. that would require some luck still get in then yeah so yeah anyways, that's i do <laughs> it's, think a, that both it's an interesting question mm-hmm. yeah wow there you go boom uh, let's move on to myth busting. The topic of today: myth busting big box hardware stores. Oh yeah, why you should buy from your local lumber yard or store. This really does apply to everything generally. Yeah, but we're gonna take it in the vein of big box hardware stores and small local lumber yards. Fine. <laughs> Are you okay with that? Yeah. <laughs> You don't sound okay with that. Well, what else are we going to talk about, really? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You've already introed it, so I've I guess already, we'll do Unless this. you want to talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so the first myth is that small lumber yards, local lumber yards, are more expensive than big lumber yards. Okay. Is that true? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Uh, I think that the big box stores do a really good job of having uh, lost leaders. Oh, okay. So often they will sell a fence board or a deck board, like in, in this scenario. Yep. Fence board or a deck board for less than we do. That happens. That happens all they, the time. They put it up and put it on like super cheap. Right. But then the dimensional lumber that you need for the rest and the fasteners and all that stuff are more expensive. So if you take a, a quote or a, an estimate from them and you take it to your local lumber yard and you don't ask the stores to go line by line through it, just like full item list, full item list, subtotal at the bottom, I would think that the local yard would be slightly less. Oh, really? Like la- they'd be less? Yes. They have nowhere near the overhead. Yep. Doesn't cost as much to run a 6,000 square foot building as it does to run a 100,000 square <laughs> right. foot building. Even heating it alone. <laughs> you have way less employees. Uh, typically, you don't need as much profit to pay off either shareholders or corporate accounts or so operating costs on small businesses are typically quite a bit less. And so right. you, you don't have to make as much. Right. So why do people go to big box stores then? Is it just through because of the advertising that they do? Do you think? Uh, it's probably a few things. Uh, typically they're in their neighborhood mm. or closer to them. Advertising is for sure one. Yeah. And then the misconception of that they'll be cheaper because when they look to build a deck, they don't think about all the other stuff, the stuff. They just say, how much is a deck board? Well, the deck board's cheaper here than there. Oh, well then they're cheaper. Right. And there's also the, like, when you walk into something that's grand, you walk into a hundred thousand square foot building. It's like, holy smokes, look at the purchasing power of this company. Right. Well, so, they didn't, they didn't get that many stores. And they didn't, get that big of an operation by not making money. Right. They, that's what they do. They do it just about as good as banks. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Just about as good. Not quite. Nobody does it as good as banks. They need the banks. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody makes more money than a bank. So, um, yeah, like I just think that when you walk into the place, you feel like it's huge. You're like, whoa, these this must be a powerful operation. Of course, this is the best price. So they get the best deals all the time. They That's can what just they think. Push manufacturers around, and they and they probably do. They likely do get the best deals around. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you do. Right. <laughs> exactly. They like they're there to make money. Mm-hmm. Uh. When we first started, I did see a couple of price lists from some suppliers that would show us what the price was for us versus the price for a big box store. And they often charge the big box store more than us for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, they knew that the big box store was going to like try really hard to negotiate, right? And it's like, so they're they going to grind higher. us like crazy. So they yeah. start higher. Uh the big box stores are way more demanding, so they require uh, PK or product knowledge sessions. Mm-hmm. So now when you're a, a vendor and you're selling to them, you have to free up more time. They like they take more of your time than a smaller store. Right. 
and they have high turnover. So they probably have to have like a couple PK sessions. Oh yeah. Right. N- not to mention your vendor will probably have to go in there and make sure the orders are done correctly and make sure right their stuff's on display potentially. May- possibly even set it up like actually even build out the display for them right yeah and then they also have some parameters around shipping and so like the truck can only come on this day and it only can have this much product on it and because logistically they have to also receive washers and dryers and cans of paint and brooms and lawnmowers right they all have to time that seasonal stuff yeah everything right so they're like, they're a harder customer for us. Like when we order a deck board, I just like, we just fill out a form and send it. They're like truck driver calls. And I was like, when can we come? Whenever. What are your receiving hours? Uh, between seven and four, I guess we close at five. I probably don't want to send me here at five o'clock. <laughs> okay. So anytime from seven till four. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that, that's like so interesting to me because it's like the, Everyone has this perception that like the big box stores are the only game in town. Yeah. And it's for it's not just for this industry, it's for every industry. Yep. They come in, they have more, they have better prices, and they're just gonna push everybody around. Mm-hmm. But it never seems like that nope. in the end. Nope. Yeah. So there you go. So they're not they're not cheaper. On some things, they are less expensive, for sure. That happens. But not like whole job to whole job. That's not the case. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you see that in grocery stores. Yeah. That's one of their advertising tactics. This grocery cart full of groceries costs this at this place. Yep. And it's the same price here, but the price on the individual items is... Significantly different. Significantly different. Yep. I go buy my milk from one store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when fuel's two bucks a liter... No big deal. <laughs> right? I just drive out to Davidson now. $75 <laughs> worth of fuel all over the place. Uh, okay, so the second, so the first myth, busted. Second myth, big box hardware stores have better service than the local shops. Yeah. Because they have more employees. I feel like that's a bit of a stretch of as, a, as a myth, probably. But... <laughs> Probably because we needed five. We so. needed five. I, <laughs> I don't think a lot I of put people... put a high in there. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people think that the service in the box stores is better. Like, you might be able to get to a person sooner. Right. Or the phone will be answered faster. Mm-hmm. But once you actually get to someone in a lumber yard, they'll, they will be quite a bit better than the... <laughs> quite than the a person. bit better. Quite a bit better. Well, that's the thing. I, th- I do think people... Um, kind of go to the smaller local lumber yards for advice. Yeah. Help right? and advice. Yeah. But if you go to a box store, like these aren't absolutes, right? No. Of no. course I have, of course I've been to a, a big box store and come across a, a guy working at the uh, contractor desk. That's amazing. Yeah. But they're few and far between. Right. So. Talent and luck. <laughs> yep. He uh, had none. He had none. Uh big box stores have better selection. Yeah. I think that that is uh fairly easy to bust. Yeah? 
mm-hmm. hit me because they have the purchasing power. Well, they have everything. They can do anything, right? Like on any given day, one of your local Home Depots would probably be sitting on likely, what, $10 million worth of inventory? Oh, yeah, easily. I would say on some of those items. Right? Maybe even more. They might, like in the whole store, if you think about the whole store, maybe they're slightly more than that. Yeah. But that's all across, like a, that's across every facet of building. <laughs> They have wire and plumbing and taps and flooring, like everything. They have everything. And when you have everything, Mm -hmm. it's impossible to carry high quality product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like it's impossible to. Put that on there. Yeah, it's impossible to. Because then that 10 million turns into 20 million. Like you almost double your your cost. Mm -hmm. Um. And, and you certainly can't carry every color of siding or shingles or like if you right. taps, you, like you can't have the brushed aluminum and the satin nickel and the bronze and the, like, mm-hmm. so your selection isn't that amazing. You have to show off some of everything. Yep. And we've talked about this before. Yeah. If everything's important, nothing's important. Exactly. And so I feel like nothing they have is that great. Why well, they have to focus on what's going to sell, right? Right. They're going to pick the what they most think generic. is going to be the most generic, most popular, going to yep. fit one fit all. Yeah, and so that's what happens. So you don't really get variety. No. Or specialty. Uh, nope. Right. I mean, that's even the difference between a specialty store like the Ultimate Deck Shop and mm-hmm. a lumber yard. A lumber yard is a smaller version, generally of correct Home Depot. <laughs> Yeah. Or lows. But they're at least closer, right? That's true. Yep. So if you go to, and if you want to talk about composite deck boards, typically what will happen in our local market is uh, the big box stores will carry 12 foot and 16 foot grooved edge composite boards. And that will be it. And if you want a solid edge one, you have to order it in. And if you want fascia or riser, you have to order it in. Now, the stores that work here, they... Yes, they purchase the same products as us, but the way it's purchased is done differently. So they have their distribution center comes out of uh, Ontario. Oh, that's a long way. And so it takes them four to six weeks to get that product here. That's thousands of kilometers or miles for yep. anybody who doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then for us, although we're selling the same product as them, our distribution is a lot closer. So we're able to pick that up in a couple of days, maybe week, worst case scenario, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, uh, but you wouldn't have to wait because we're able to keep our, like we're able to take our dollars for uh, inventory and really focus it. I moved on to my next one, which is big box stores selection. have more inventory on hand too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it's three and a half and slash four. Yeah. So they do have more inventory, but but their inventory is, acro- like I said, it was across it's everything. Across everything. So for us... Our inventory is very focused. And if we decide to bring on a line of decking and a color of decking, we will have all of that. We will have 12, 16, 20 foot grooved, 20 foot solid edge, fascia yeah. and riser if it's available. Yeah. This and is so, very much like a clothing store sometimes. It's the yeah. way I see it, right? Like you got to carry 
every size for everybody. Right. If you go to the box store, they carry mediums. They carry mediums, larges, smalls go on sale. Every shirt that's been made in medium. <laughs> exactly. And think about that. Like, would you even would you even entertain going there after that? I no. No. I, like, I don't. I don't go to big box. Like, I don't go to big box stores to buy clothes. Not like that. I want to wear maybe yeah. out of necessity if i'm like going to the beach i need a shirt that's why i, I need hot at, dogs too yeah that's how i shop at, at big box stores is like you're partway through a, a job oh yeah and did i mention like their hours right so when they when you oh, talk yeah. about better service yeah so they do have better service with hours right because they're like they're typically open earlier and open later than most lumber yards they can be yeah so which is pretty expensive to operate and you have to make that money back somehow, right? Like if you think about how much payroll would be. So that means you <laughs> have to make it back on the thing that you do, which is sell products. Screws. Nobody's ever come in here and been like, big box stores charging this much for the fasteners. Do you it's think like, we should do mm-hmm. that? We should price match screws everywhere. Tell people to I'd price match to. screws. Yeah. <laughs> we, I'd feel guilty putting that kind of margin on a product. <laughs> <laughs> blow my mind. So, uh, yeah. So our inventory, we're able to focus our money into a, a more specific area, niche, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately we would have more inventory on the ground related to decking. Right. Than they will. Yes. When And so when I say that, when I'm, I'll get into a discussion with somebody and be like, well, I have, I have way more decking inventory on the ground than the box stores. And they're just like, what they hear is, I have more inventory on the ground than the box stores. Right. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> and I also don't have more inventory on the ground than any of your local lumber yards. That's not true. No. Not even lumber-wise. <laughs> nope. That's right. Because as soon as you start to factor in what, what the other stores are carrying for spruce and plywood and all, it's, it's long over. And what do we carry? One, two types of lumber? We carry one type of lumber. Treated. Treated. Well, and then cedar. And we carry cedar. And but that's, steel trees. Yeah, and steel <laughs> trees as well. But like you just can't, it's not possible for us to carry that much stuff, right? So no, anyways, uh, so our selection is better by a long shot. 100%. More like specialty products for sure. You can't get those. At, sometimes they don't even show them. They might not even know what they are. Right. There are, there <laughs> are lines that are here that are by the same brand that those guys might not even know exist. Yep, exactly. Right. Decorators, for example. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Seems like that one's pretty easy to bust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything else you want to nope. say on that one? <laughs> okay. <laughs> nope, that one was, uh, yeah, that was easy. The, the last one is small stores don't come with extra perks. Your local lumberyard yeah. doesn't generally have or doesn't have loyalty points or programs, delivery services, financing options right so i would say service that has that has been fairly true for a long time i think it was a big gap for a long time i think that a lot of the stores are doing a better job now of of fixing that of trying to find like i still think that we're probably pretty early in the points game uh yeah i don't think many other places are doing that no but financing for sure was a gap that was a fall down in the industry Mm-hmm. And it didn't occur, like, not occur. It, uh, I didn't understand why lumber yards wouldn't do that. It made no sense to me. You know, like people would be doing a renovation on their house, and you would go through a lumber yard to do it. 
Like, why wouldn't the lumberyard offer that? And we're like, nah, I just go to the bank and talk to the bank. It's like, but that's an opportunity for you to make some more money. Like you, I mean, car dealerships do it. They do it all the time. (laughs) And, and a lot of people are financing cars that are like $30,000. And then they come in here and they buy a 50 to a hundred thousand dollar deck. And they're just like, ah, I'm not going to finance that. Why? Why not? Well, like, not that I think you should. If you can't afford it, then a, then yeah. purchase it. Fine. Yeah. Do if that. you're gonna walk in here and you're gonna be like, no problem, hundred thousand dollars. Why do you even finance your car? <laughs> but there's this like this stigma that you shouldn't talk finances when you're in the building industry somehow. And and I also, it also really bothers me how a lot of the home builders don't help with the idea of of trying to get the deck onto the mortgage. Um, it's helpful. It would be just helpful. It should just be in there. It's like you're not ever going to sell your house and not sell your deck with it. Like it's it's part of the house, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so financing I think has really come around. The points game I believe will probably start to change. Like some people will start to carry that to try and build some, you know, customer loyalty to have them keep coming back. Yeah, because I believe that everybody sort of thought that composite decks was going to turn into a one and done. Oh yeah. But I it, think composite. That's what, that's what a lot of people thought. Yeah. But it turns out people hate living in a house for too long. So they stay in a house for four <laughs> or five years and then they move right? and then they do it again. Yep. Over like and we've over. sold, we have one customer we've sold three deck packages to since we've been open. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause how long have, how, how long? Seven deck years. Shop? Seven years. Three decks in seven years. Yeah. One house and two cabins. I would expect the ultimate deck shops lifetime value of a customer, like or the amount of times they would shop here to be like once every 10 to 15 years. Yeah. Nope. But they, like the guy did his house and was like, Oh, that was really good. Like great value, good inventory, good service, <laughs> right? All those things. And then he did a cabin and then they did that. And then they sold their cabin and they bought another one. They got Jeez. like a bigger cabin. And so then they, so they did a deck again. Right. That's crazy. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, what else as far as like the extra? Yeah. Is there any extras that I didn't, I said delivery services, but yeah. So they all really, what I do think that, uh, you, that you have a chance at with smaller stores is some negotiating on those extra perks, right? Mm -hmm. In a, in a big box store, you, you have no, like you can't, you can't negotiate. That so guy's going to do nothing. Yeah, they have no decide. They have no decision power. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So here it's like we can cut a stringer for you. I can, you know, if somebody wants to buy a set of stairs, and the deciding factor is, you know, they just need a little extra service. Well, we can lay out a set of stairs for them, and they're oh, like, yeah. oh wow, that's fantastic because we're more knowledgeable, or I could, you know. Maybe our other guys could help them figure out where the resources are to do that. But like I just did that the other day, I delivered a deck package to a guy and he was like, I have no idea how to do these stairs. And I was like, no problem. And I took my square with me and we got out to the house and then I measured from the top of his deck down to the ground where the stairs were going to land was like, okay, here we go. And then I just took my square and drew out his stringer for him was like, there you are. There you go. Cut these, put these on, Mm -hmm. cut this one, put it up, make sure it's close, then cut the rest. Jeez. He was like, well, that's fantastic. So, Well, you wouldn't get that from the Home yeah. Home Depot delivery guy. You do not get that from the Home Depot <laughs> delivery guy. Yeah. 
And in our defense, you probably don't get it from any of our delivery. No, guys probably either. not either. But that guy was just lucky. Oh, <laughs> lucky that a talented <laughs> gentleman showed up. You could argue <laughs> that it was luck for him. <laughs> uh, that's all I have for myths, unless you got another one. No, I don't think so. I like. I really think that that inventory one is a big. That's a huge one that everybody falsely believes, right? Mm-hmm. In addition, to, like going back to that inventory thing, there's also probably going to be some uh, restocking fees on box stores for products that they don't carry. And typically oh, yeah. here we don't like if it's a product that we stock. There's no restocking. There's no restocking fee. We are because we carry it, and so it's not it's not a burden to me if you bring it back. Unless it's damaged. Right. But that's it. They would, they'd get you for that too. Couldn't. So. Yeah. You can take a damage one back <laughs> there, but oh, yeah. So yeah. Other than that, I don't know. I think that the small stores are better. I often find myself like not often, but I do find myself like occasionally not supporting local stores, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate, but I'm as guilty as anyone. Like the oh, yeah. big ones are in your neighborhood. For me, the, the one where I fall apart all the time is with Cabela's. Oh, right. So Cabela's is a box store. Yeah. And I shop there a lot, but it's in, because it's in my neighborhood and they're Mm -hmm. open in the evenings. And Mm -hmm. so I work during the day and then I finish work and I go home and it's like, convenience thing. They get you on the convenience. hundred percent. They get me on the convenience. Yep. And so when I buy arrows for my bow, I would rather go to like in Regina, there's a place called number one uh, archery out on the highway. And if you're in Saskatoon, there's a place called North pro sports. Those stores are both fantastic. The people in there are very knowledgeable. They have better inventory, you know, mm-hmm. but they're only Cost open the same. nine to five. Yeah. Same or even slightly less. It is slightly less to buy from oh, those guys. See, but what's more expensive is that I have to leave work. Yep. And so, but, uh, both of those places are developing their online ordering system and you're able to order stuff online and then just show up and pick it up, which is, it's coming. That's, that's the way it's going to be. So man. yeah, technology but is getting rid of that big box thing. It really is. Yep. Everybody can technically be a big box store, right? 24 seven open with an yep. online store. Yep. So. All you got to do is figure out the delivery part, right? And so. then all of a sudden it's, then you got them. Then you got them. So yeah. Cool. Well, that's good. Anything else to say? Finally, it's been a long time since you've been yeah. on here. So I figured you might want to run I, the mic a bit. No, I like that's never really been my shtick. No, it hasn't. You know? No. Uh, I'm looking forward to Deck Expo. There's some chatter in some groups that I'm in. I'm, that's going to be really good. Yeah. Looking forward when to When is Deck that. Expo again? It's like November 13th-ish. November 13th-ish. Somewhere in there. 13 to 17. Down in Texas again? Or no, no, it's, it's in Vegas. Vegas. In Vegas this year. Ooh. Yep. That's a place that always needs decks. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I got anything else to say. Me either. So we I missed will. a phone call from Shane, so maybe he is trying to shut me down. I'll have to phone him back and be like, I hijacked it. Ha ha. <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys next week. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and all of the other social medias, including TikTok, where Shane is lighting it up right now. Going like, yep. Trying to trying to, <laughs> trying to tell everybody on TikTok that they're doing something wrong. <laughs> Start with controversy. That's right. We'll see you guys next week. Hit it, Jacob. Hey.
Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.